Hi everybody, welcome to episode 36 of the Photography Explained podcast. In this episode, what is wedding photography? I'm your host Rick and each week I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes without the irrelevant details. My aim is to explore things in just enough detail to help you and I with our photography and no more. I'm a professionally qualified photographer based in England with a lifetime of photographic experience which I share with you on my podcast. So I'm not a wedding photographer, which will become clear. What is wedding photography? This is all my own words, so bear with me for reading it out. Wedding photography is the specialism of photographing weddings. A wedding photographer is commissioned usually by the couple getting married to record the day of the wedding. This includes preparations for the ceremony, arrival of the couple and guests at the ceremony, the wedding ceremony itself and the post-ceremony celebrations. Wedding photography can also include pre-wedding engagement shoots. Now, as I'm sat here, I found it amusing that I was talking about construction photography, but I never ever thought that I would be talking about wedding photography, but it's a relevant major type of photography which people can make a very good living from. So, going through my 10 bullet points. Do I do wedding photography? No, I do not. Number two, why do I not do wedding photography? I photograph buildings. That's what I do. That's my specialism. Buildings don't move. They don't answer back. They don't get emotional. They don't cry. They don't throw flowers in the air. And they don't have small children around them either. Or old people. Or people, really. Nothing against small children or old people, by the way. I photograph buildings. I'm quite happy with that. Three, have I ever photographed a wedding? Yes, I have. Once. And it it was a mate's wedding a few years ago. And to be honest with you, it went absolutely fine. It was hard work. It's quite stressful, quite tiring. I think I've come away. I was quite happy with the results, photos. Everything went, everything went well. I didn't miss anything. Nothing went wrong. So why don't I do weddings? Because I don't want to. I think I've got this irrational fear of them, of missing that critical once in a lifetime moment, which is a bit strange, really, considering every shoot I do is, um, Completion of a building only happens once. Hey-ho, that's my irrational fear and you can't take it away from me. Four, can you make a living from wedding photography? Yes, you can. And lots of people do. Now, I'm talking about wedding photography. I know I'm not the best placed person to do so, but I do know quite a bit about it. I can give you a bit of inside info from my um, from years in the professional photography market and circuits. So yes, you can make a very good living from wedding photography. You've got to be good at it, obviously. Actually, I'll come on to that. So yes, a living can be made. Not my bag. Certainly can be done. Do you need specialist knowledge? Now, there's a few points here that I really want to talk about in, well, not too much depth. Hopefully, as you know by now, I don't do that. Do you need specialist knowledge? You have to have your image capture nailed 100% first time, every time, without exception. You cannot afford to miss certain things like, you know, the exchange of rings at the ceremony, bride walking down the aisle, the groom walking down the aisle, anybody walking down the aisle. All these once-in-a-lifetime things, you have to capture them all. you got to nail them all, spot on, technically perfect, well, technically correct, focus in the right place. It's all there and it's happening all day long and that's why I'm <laughs> not a big fan. Yep, photographing a building, you've got to get it done on the day, but at least it's not moving or talking. So I, I'm not a wedding photographer 
I have nothing but admiration for people who make a living from photographing weddings. I think you're very brave. I think you're very skillful and I'm quite envious of you. So you need photography. You just got to have it down. Full stop. Everything. I don't say any more about that. What I do want to say is there is another aspect to being a wedding photographer that you certainly need. And that's the one that doesn't get spoken about that much. It's the softer one. People skills. Now, you've got a lot of people to manage on the day of a wedding. I found from my one experience that I ended up directing the day pretty much, which I didn't know I was going to be doing at the start. But to get the photos you need, you're probably going to have to take control of of the situation and you also need some well-informed help so you need to be able to manage a bride and a groom on one of the most stressful and hopefully most enjoyable days of the life but all the family friends staff caterers drivers florists cake person you name it everybody needs managing because you've got to get their photos and that's probably going from early in the morning to late in the evening hard work well paid and quite rightly one bit of specialist knowledge with the people skills is you get someone to help you if you can get the best man or an usher i don't know what the female version of an usher is apologies for that you need people on the inside who know people who can help you do you need specialist gear number six you need professional quality everything you need professional quality camera you need professional quality lens of the right focal length I'd probably go for a 24 to 105 on a full frame for a wedding. That covers most things. And I've got a 70 to 200 for longer shots. You also need another one of each of these things. You need to spare everything. Because like I say, if your camera fails, you need another one. No ifs or buts, you have to have two of everything that you might use. And another thing that rules me out of having a successful career as a fantastic wedding photographer is you need to be good with additional lighting. This is not my strong suit. I've evolved the technique over many, many years, which means I do not need additional lighting. Some people say it's a cop-out saying I'm a natural light photographer, but when I'm photographing buildings, it's hard to light them in the time I have. I've got two, three hours to photograph an entire building. I don't unfortunately have the time to get lights everywhere. I'd love to be able to spend a couple of days photographing one building. The budgets just don't allow for it. Yeah, I'm putting it out there. I'm a natural light photographer. Shoot me down if you want. You need to be able to do that because you've got indoor conditions you still got to get people's faces right and everything else of course number seven how do you process wedding photos well in my case it was slowly and with a little bit of fear in lightroom but i got there i'm not the quickest at processing but then again on an architectural shoot i'm not taking that many photos i haven't got hundreds and hundreds of photos to do which is another reason i like what i do your photos need to be realistic and also sympathetic. When I mean sympathetic, I mean you don't over-sharpen a photo of a bride. You soften it down. You might do for the bloke if you want something craggy. Excuse all the traditional stereotypes here, but I think they still apply. You don't over-sharpen people. Things have got to be correct, but sympathetic. And you have to get colours absolutely bang on, which is always a challenge at a wedding because you're going from one room to another to another to outdoors. It's variable lighting. Oh, it all sounds rather complicated, doesn't it? So, how do you start as a wedding photographer? Don't know. Just kidding. Find a wedding photographer near you. Ask them if you can be their assistant. Get experience from somebody who's doing it day in, day out. You'll soon find out if you want to do this or not. If you don't want to do it, you've learned something. It hasn't cost anybody their precious images. If you do like it, then you've got some great experience and you can carry on helping that person while you develop your own portfolio. Do I need to be qualified? Do you have to be qualified to be a wedding photographer? No, you don't. Is it a good thing to have a qualification in photography? I believe it is. I'm a fan of professional qualifications, but no, you don't need to. No one's going to ask you. Well, some people might. Some people might prefer to have a professionally qualified photographer. 
down to the client. Number 10, check out my website for more on my, um, oh no, 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 don't bother. There's nothing there. There's no people. There's a couple of people in quarries wearing high visits and hard hats, but that doesn't really help. That's as far as my portrait work goes. Quick recap. There's a big blank line on my screen. So um, yeah, wedding photography. It's a specialism within photography undertaken by brave people who can't have any fear and have to be technically brilliant and amazing people people. It's a people people a thing. People person. Okay, right. I've got 10 minutes. That's a surprise. Me talking about weddings. What do I want you to do now? Do this one thing. If you want to be a wedding photographer, contact one wedding photographer and ask if you can assist them in a future wedding. Number two, I missed number one again. Number two, let me know how you got on at Rick Photo on Twitter. Number three, subscribe to my podcast if you enjoyed this episode. This helps me. And don't forget, I won't speak about wedding photography again. So if you didn't enjoy this, you don't need to go through this again. I promise. Four, rate and review my podcast. Again, if you enjoyed this episode, this also helps me. Five, tell someone you know about my podcast. This also helps me as well. I need all the help I can get as I keep on saying. Okay, nearly there. Next episode. Going to go back to something I know a bit better that I don't really need to prepare for, which is nice because I'm a little bit busy at the moment, still sorting out the website. Landscape photography. Love it. Buildings and landscape, as I call it. Thank you for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast. Check out my website, rickmacavoyphotography.com, where you can find out all about me and my architectural and construction photography work, as well as my blog, where you can learn lots more about photography. And also, please check out my Photography Explained podcast website, photographyexplainedpodcast.com, where you can find out how to ask me a question, find a list of episodes, and also things that I'm going to explain in future episodes. This episode was brought to you very much by Alterica and Semi Skin Milk. Now I'm off that dairy-free thing, which was a horrendous nightmare, which you don't need to know about. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again for listening to me and for giving me 12 minutes of your valuable time. I'll see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, straight talking advice for beginners to get you making money quickly and build a career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.